Hello and welcome to Property Money Trees, Maximising Property Values, the once a month show where I break down the steps of how to recognise, enhance and then extract the values in property in order to create wealth. Would you like to find out how you can benefit from the steps of maximising property values? This is even if you don't own a property yet or have a deposit. If that's a yes, then you're in the right place to find out. My name is Patricia Ogunfaber, and although many know me for my work as a solicitor, on this show you will be getting the benefit of my 30 plus years worth of experience of maximising property values, experience which has given me a net worth in millions. So who might benefit from listening to this show? Literally anyone with an interest in creating property wealth. Oh, welcome back. Um, Today is going to be slightly different in that all I want to do today is to remind people about the importance of getting their numbers right, of doing absolutely extensive due diligence before they actually make any financial commitments and to not proceed unless they're happy that they are actually putting their money into something that is going to increase their generational wealth and or make their financial security so much better. And I'm going to use a real life example. So this was something that was bought for cash um, in order to do certain works to then increase its value in order to then get all of the investment out um, by mortgaging it for the first time. So first mortgage is in December 2021, but at this point, the lease hadn't been extended. So it was still a short lease with a view to actually then remortgaging in the future to again taking out some profit once the lease had been extended. Anyway, um, so December 2021, the mortgage was 671. So it was on a standard variable rate, you know, because didn't want to incur uh, um, early repayment charges, which you would do on a fixed rate if you then paid the mortgage back during the fixed rate period. Um, then it went up from that to 699.35 in January 2022. In um, March, it became 746.61. In May, 793.86. Now, all of this time, the the, the rent was 1450. Then in June, it went up to 841.11. In July, 888.37. September, 982.88. October, 1077.38. At which point, new tenants were actually found at a higher rate um, of rent at 1,802. So bear that in mind, the profit now is less than 800 um, just on the rents alone. So rent to mortgage, less than 800 pounds worth of profit. And then 
add to the costs um, service charges of £102 a month and then obviously there are going to be the odd thing that goes wrong you need to get somebody in you need to do this the, this repair that maintenance all of that costs money anyway let me carry on then in December of 22 the mortgage became 1219 so these are interest only mortgage payments 1219.14 how much profit is in this property at this point in time? In January, 1313.65. In March, 1408.16. In April, 1455.41. In June, 1502.67. In July, 1597.17. So already in July, the mortgage payments were what? One six. Service charges, another hundred, one seven. The rent is one eight o two. Gross profit, roughly a hundred pounds a month. That is not worth doing. However, this hundred pounds a month is pure profit because none of my money is actually left in this property so the whole thing is being funded by the mortgage so in that respect it still makes good financial sense because it's washing its face it is pure profit it's not holding down any of my money but how many people are in that position are you in that position and why am I in this position? Because when I was buying it, I made sure that I understood exactly what I was doing. I, I, I know how to look at floor plans and how to maximise property values from floor plans, which is why there is a course on my website, Property Money Tree, just on floor plans so that other people can also do it. I then also looked at my numbers and made sure that they worked. Okay, fine. Did I expect that the mortgage would come up this high? No, I did not. However, I've still been able to stay in this particular mortgage because my initial due diligence was just so absolutely spot on, which actually started from the floor plan. Now, can I get a different mortgage which will be cheaper? I definitely can. And I am looking into that. But also, I'm kind of like thinking, let me ride this out. How much higher a mortgage rate is going to go? Well, I think we're cresting it now. Come next year, they're going to start going down. But every time we get another half percent interest rate or a quarter percent interest rate, you can see how much the payments on this flat actually go up. So... It's those kind of things, really, that we just need to be aware of. Um, when I did my stress testing, in the beginning, I stress tested at 6%. Um, I think I'm over 6% right now, but still okay. Now, if I had to rely on this property to pay the mortgage on my own home where I live, what do you think would happen? Which is the reason why a single buy-to-let doesn't work. 
two buy to lets do not work. You have to have a portfolio. Now, some people will say buy to lets don't work at all. Now, this is just an example of one where the mortgage is an interest only standard variable rate mortgage. This is the worst case scenario and it is still bringing in a profit. It is also important that you do appreciate that when I say profit, I'm just talking about today. If you slice today, you stop time today, that's the scenario. But what if I need to carry out certain repairs? What if when my tenant leaves, which they're not leaving actually, okay, so I'm not going to incur a void immediately, but what if that were to happen? This is another reason why taking out rent insurance is so important. What if the tenant stops paying rent? What if they fall ill? What if they're made redundant? What if they're sacked? What would be the situation regarding that flat if any of these things were to happen? Now, okay, fine, I might say I'd rather have a profit on a mortgage of 671, which was the mortgage in December 2021, and have rents of 1802, uh, which is what the rents are right now. So that would what give me a profit of £1,100 a month on this property. But I think those days, they're gone, they're dead, and they're buried. I can't see them ever coming back. But what would not be unreasonable would be a mortgage of round about £800, which was uh, what I was paying in July 2022. Now, we have to, though, remember that all of this came to a head with the mini budget, with Liz Truss's mini budget in September, which after that, things just went absolutely crazy. But nevertheless, nevertheless, things can still work. If I'd fixed it, I'd be laughing because I'd still be paying, what, 671. But even when we fixed our mortgages, we shouldn't really sit on our laurels. And this was part of the message that I wanted to pass on to people today. Even if you've got fixed rate mortgages, the fixed rates are going to end at some point or other, probably sooner for some than others. In fact, not probably, definitely sooner for some than others, because we, we all fix our mortgages at different times. And when your fixed rates end, what are you going to be paying? Think about that now before it actually starts and prepare. Prepare your tenants, prepare yourself. Make sure that your numbers still work. If you have money in your deals, is that money actually working for you? If it isn't, you need to be reconsidering what you're doing with those properties. Do you need to sell? Lots of people are selling now, but people are selling and they're still making profits. And if you make a profit of 10,000 pounds, it's still 10,000 pounds more than what you put in. Okay, it doesn't sound like very much, and we'd all like to make 100,000 pounds or 200,000 pounds, but, 10, a £10,000 profit today 
is better than a £20,000 loss tomorrow. So, where is your portfolio? Where are your properties? If you didn't buy right, don't worry about it. What has happened has happened. But what you do need to do is to look at things today and make sure that you do not become one of those landlords that goes bankrupt because their tenants couldn't afford to pay the rent. Because if your tenants then stop paying, what do you do? I'm talking about profits here because my tenants are paying all the time. What if my tenants weren't paying? I'd have to serve them with a whatever notice, section 21 at the moment, that will soon be gone. And then how long will it take for me to actually get an eviction notice, a possession order? And then I'd have to wait for bailiffs if they don't then move out, out of their own, you know, goodwill. And is there goodwill from a tenant who is not paying their rent? I don't think so. Anyway, I didn't want this to be a doom and gloom episode because normally I really want to share with people how they can maximise their property values. But I think it's so important right now that if you want to carry on creating generational wealth and creating financial freedom, you need to regularly review your portfolio. Are things washing their face? Is each property actually washing its face? Is it contributing to your overall goal? If it isn't, cut it out. Cut it out. Put it on the market, sell it. There are some properties where you cannot do very much with because in order to actually, you know, um, be able to charge good rents, you need to spend a ton of money on them. You haven't got the money. In order to sell them at a good price, you'll need to spend a ton of money on them and you haven't got that money. There are people out there who will partner with you, invest the money and then you share the profits. If you can find one of those people, all well and good. But if you can't, don't bury your head in the sand. Please do not. Do what is best for you right now because maximising property values and creating your generational wealth is not only about adding, it's also about not decreasing what you've already got, not eroding, not hemorrhaging money. So be careful, be smart and do what is best and all the very best. And see you next month.